holidays, everyone. Welcome to Fine Laws Don't Judge Me, the show about the law in real life. I'm Laura Temme, and I'm joined by Joe Fawbush. Happy holidays. Hello, and Andy Leonetti. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I really wanted one of you to do Happy New Year, like Frosty the Snowman does when Ooh, he comes to life. Good. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured if any of us had watched it recently, it would probably be you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we go any further, then, we got to talk about it. Favorite Christmas movie, TV show, whatever Ooh, thing okay. to watch. Uh, yeah, I would say my top two are The Muppets Christmas Carol and It's a Wonderful Life. Ooh. Hmm. It's a Wonderful Life never fails to make me cry at the end. Oh, it's so good. I, it's so. I, one thing I will say... I, I made the horrific mistake last year at Christmas of watching that movie alone when I was in quarantine because I had COVID over Christmas. Oh, no. Don't do that, <laughs> folks. Don't Aww. do that to yourself. It was, oh, my gosh. I don't know what. So I was, and it was Omicron. So I was outside of my mind. Oh. And I, you know, I was alone. I was away from my family because I didn't want to get anybody sick. And. Yeah, watching that movie by yourself in quarantine is not advisable, but it is a, a wonderful film. You didn't know that you had so many friends and family and loved ones because at the moment you didn't. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you, exactly. you, you I were, was George Bailey at the beginning of the, the movie. Beginning. Oh, he's about yeah. to jump off a bridge. Like, it was, it, was, it was not good. Oh, I just wish I'd never been born. <laughs> hey, that was good. That's a great that, Jimmy yeah, Stewart. Yeah, you're, you're Jimmy done. Stewart is very good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's Joe? I'm, what's your favorite? I'm going in a completely opposite direction, <clears throat> but I think I think you two will be with me on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh yes, that yeah, is I've, definitely in yeah. my top five. Yeah, yeah, it's required viewing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clark, if I woke up the, tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite line. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one is I actually I I had I watched this with my four year old son for the first time just over the weekend, and that's Elf, the great mm. Will Ferrell movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's you leave yep. feeling good about about everything. Mm-hmm. Home Alone is my favorite. It's it is yeah. the only one that I can legit watch every year and not ever be like. This is getting old. I need to take a year or mm-hmm. two. I need to. I need to skip a year or two. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's the that's the one. That's the one, Marv. That's the silver tuna. <laughs> <laughs> that's the silver tuna. Uh, and bad talking... and, and bad Santa. Oh, oh I've never bad seen Santa. That. Okay. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it. Oh. It's been it's, a while, but it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun one. <laughs> it's the dark side of Christmas, and it's yeah. it's really funny and really mean, and there's <laughs> yes. a lot of cursing <laughs> yes. and, making fu- and making fun of children. And, uh, and so. Yeah, it's, it's not the one that you're going to bring to, like, the full family Christmas uh. thing with all, the, with all the nieces and nephews, in my case. Um, it's a, but it is no. We had it is a good time. We had my parents watch it one year, and they were they were appalled. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, now no. I'm intrigued. Now I, I th- I'll put that on the list. There you go. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of Clark Griswold, uh, the first thing <laughs> that I wanted to talk about today was 
if uh, if you're looking to compete with Clark for the number of Christmas lights on your house, you might want to pay attention to my story for today. I wanted to talk about Jeremy Morris, who's known as Idaho's Christmas lawyer, who I wrote about in 2019. We can we can oh, link the blog I wrote about this guy a few years ago. Um, but this is a <laughs> oh this this story. This is sort of the 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 ultimate of just going so over the top with Christmas decorations and lights and everything on your lawn and and what can happen when you do that. Yeah. So the short version is way back in 2015, this attorney, Jeremy Morris, put more than 200,000 Christmas lights on his home. Oh, my God. Despite, despite warnings from his homeowners association that there would be consequences if he went through with his elaborate holiday plans. And, and part of this was because they, the year before his family had at their previous home, they had hosted a very elaborate, what basically turned into a block party. So before he was moving into this new community, the, the HOA was a bit concerned about the potential of a live camel and hundreds of visitors that were going to possibly be coming to this holiday. Live camel? A live camel. <laughs> leave that, leave that to the n- churches, man. Yeah. Wow. Leave that but to like, the churches, hundreds, dude. Hundreds of people, um, all kinds of stuff. And honestly, I, I won't lie to you. It sounds fun. <laughs> but <laughs> so before he even had moved into to this new home, he's already in a dispute with the HOA. And and this became a, I think, four-year legal battle, an Apple TV documentary that came out last year. Oh, my God. Where he he was demanding that the HOA de-annex his house, which, of course, they did not do. But interestingly, when the... And ultimately, he ended up suing the HOA. It's almost like this guy likes to be the center of attention or something. You know, here's the, yeah, here's the thing. I'm going to, I'm going to put in a little personal opinion alert here. Uh, Personal opinion alert. Um, In my opinion, Jeremy Morris is kind of a tool. Um, He, he has, he just, you know, I, I'm not going to begrudge him for wanting to have a, a big festive Christmas party or anything like that. But he just, it, throughout this whole process, he has this look at me, I'm such a martyr attitude that personally I find off-putting. He's compared himself to the biblical story of the, the Jews who chose Good. to face a furnace in Babylon yep. instead Good. of worshiping an idol. Yep. Um, he, he moved his family into a neighborhood that already kind of resented them mm. against his wife's mm-hmm. witches just because he thought on principle he should be allowed to do what he wants. And he puts his Christmas lights up in October. Um, so Ooh, he's yeah, just not, no. he's not my kind of dude. Yeah. However, you know, he, like anyone else has, has the right to try to protect what he deemed his religious practice. And that's exactly what he did. He sued for religious discrimination and a jury actually did award them $75,000 in their, their suit against the HOA. But a judge later overturned that award because basically the, the letter that was at the center of all this the, the judge looked at it and said, you know what? I don't think a reasonable person could read this and actually think that the HOA was trying to discriminate against them for being Christians. It seems more like yeah, in they were Idaho, trying to... Give me a break, man. Right, right. <laughs> it seems like more likely that they were trying to consider people in the neighborhood who were not Christian and how they would feel about this gigantic event happening in their neighborhood. So um, what what was the $75,000 for? Like it was it uh, all punitive or like what Yeah, I think it, so. Yeah, okay. And so yeah, was it I, I don't know, I don't know for sure. It was the remember. lights and like uh basically like a live nativity. 
Yeah, it was like a it was like a week long, basically, a, yeah, like a week long block party essentially, where they had carolers and the you know cotton candy machines, hot chocolate, things like this. Like, yeah, a pretty big, pretty big event. And but I mean, like I said, I, I'm not gonna look. <laughs> I'm not if, holding out any any love for Jeremy Morris, but his story brings up interesting legal issues, where like it's it's not unusual for an HOA to restrict things like holiday decorations. And actually, Andy, I found a blog that you wrote about this last year. Um, oh. Where sometimes... What? Won't somebody please think of the Homeowners Association board members before you, before we... <laughs> before, before, before we... Before we get too, too mean here. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not here to... I'm not here to criticize HOAs. I'm just telling it like it is. I am. I'm I am. Sure, criticize go ahead. I am. HOAs. That's yeah, fine. For sure. Well, yeah. oh, no. We, we all know that HOAs are annoying. Um, <laughs> but they, you know, they have, their, they have their rules, and you can certainly try to convince them to amend your rules if you can get enough of your neighbors behind the idea, mm-hmm. which honestly is, is really uh, something that Jeremy Morris could have considered because he, I mean, mm-hmm. from the beginning, he was coming in here ticking people off. He was coming in hot, and yeah. He came in really hot with this issue, and and I think that if he had moved his family in, and kind of eased everybody into the idea, yeah. he might have been able to get his neighbors on yeah. board, and no one would have complained. But it was like he came in immediately, and just said like, and, "You can't tell me what to do." Right, and like, you know, DM okay. my house or else, and it's like, yeah, okay, then it's gonna get a little a little wild. Hi, Joe. Um, nice to if, meet you. You, know, you can't tell me what to do. What do you, what, what, what kind of person do you think I am if, if I say that to you when we're like meeting and shaking hands? <laughs> well, I think I, you did say that when you met me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm having deja vu, actually. Uh, but no, actually, I was just, I was just thinking, I wonder if this guy's favorite Christmas movie is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And if it is, what yeah. does that say about me? Like, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a. <laughs> You're having a crisis over yeah. there? Oh, wow. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, and, and actually, I think in I think in Christmas Vacation, isn't it something like twenty thousand Christmas lights? So yeah, I mean, it's this guy way took less. it up yeah. tenfold. It's yeah, it's, yeah. This is this is not um, not messing around. And so yeah, just something to keep in mind. Even if you don't have an HOA, um, cities Look. and counties typically have regulations regarding lights and traffic and noise and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they might even have specific rules about holiday displays. So if your lights are disturbing people or if a neighbor's lights are disturbing you, HOAs are appalling. (laughs) Yes. I'm not disputing that, (laughs) but you do have to deal with them. (laughs) They are a blight. Just they are a blight on this planet. (laughs) You know how I avoid dealing with them. Christmas lawyer, man. I don't live in one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, and I, I did learn recently that, that after, after the, um, what he deemed a lackluster response to the documentary that came out last year, uh, the Christmas lawyer has opted to move his family out of Idaho because, I don't know, they're going to try to find something more, more oh, Christmas friendly. M- Moses is so going back into the desert. He's, yep, he's, he, said, he said, you know what, I'm out, and, and, that, and that's it. So uh, there is all, Yeah, there is always that option if... Um, if you can't do what you want to do where you currently live, if you have the means, you might have to might it, have to give some things it, up. Yeah, it seems <laughs> it seems like a lot of America is getting swallowed up by homeowners associations. However, there are plenty of homes available that are not part of <laughs> HOAs. And right, right. 
just don't live in one, dude. Just just don't. Yeah. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, you would you would think that there's property available in Idaho that has a little bit more space and a little bit I, more freedom I, where yeah. you could, you know. I would think. Yeah. But then it's going to take longer to get the camel there, so I don't that's I don't know. True. It's yeah, it's true. all a wash at that point. So that's that's my that's my story and my little bit of of holiday advice for people. I will say one one last little tidbit I wanted to share about this is that it in general from what I've seen um courts usually err on the side of letting people have their holiday fun. So Yeah, as they should. You know, mm. so yeah, in in a lot of cases just talk to your neighbors yeah. and don't be a jerk about it. Yeah. And most of the time you'll be fine. Uh, you know, if you're if you're being relatively reasonable, it's not going to be a big issue for you. I, I love Christmas lights. I yeah, drive I, around. I, I, too. I drive around. Multiple, oh, yeah. To, I, I do multiple drives every December. Um, yeah. That being yeah, said, have, yeah, have if, fun with if, it. if your house is going to have like the like blinking stuff that's like synchronized to like Trans-Siberian Orchestra, like <laughs> that, that you tune <laughs> right, your radio right. to and all that stuff. And, yeah. and like they're going to be able to see your house from space that mean that that does mean that your neighbors can see it probably see it through their living room curtains so just like i don't know bake them a crap load of cookies before you yeah you know like yeah or or turn it all off at 10 p.m yeah you know just be be cool about or it buy them and, off and it'll be give fine. give your neighbors well, yeah. give your neighbors money for putting Absolutely. up for putting up with you make them a pie <laughs> you know buy them a nice bottle of wine so I'm, you know, whatever. Now I'm just ba- I'm back on Christmas vacation. Why is the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know. Margo. I don't know, Margo. <laughs> All right, somebody else. Oh uh, yeah, don't don't be a Todd. That's the don't, don't be a, don't be a Todd. As much as I love Julia Louis Dreyfus, don't be Todd and Margo. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm gonna talk about a guy named Mister. Ironically named. Uh, in court documents, Mr. T. So he could be, he kind of, he kind of sounds like a Todd actually a bit. Um, does so. he, um, I have a question. Does he, does he pity fools? <laughs> well, he, he does doesn't, he, he does, he, he does pity fools now that he just scored a big victory in the uh, highest court in France. So he, all right. So, this is actually a different Mr. T for the to be clear. Oh man. Um, okay. And but it but it does uh, uh, another thorny subject that comes up every Christmas holiday season is uh, the office party. Um, mm-hmm. Subject near and dear to Laura's heart because she has to plan them, and to yes. Joe's heart because he doesn't like to go to them. Um, <laughs> because I avoid them like the plague. Yeah. Joe, Joe is the Sasquatch of, of of team outings. We, you know, it's it's rumored that he has made appearances at them, but I've never seen him. Yeah. And it's it 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 speaks it's, to it's a, an it's, era era of mystery. That's what I'm going yeah. for. It speaks to also broader employment law concerns about uh, employee participation in um, fun things uh that I, maybe, i'm in trouble listener i'm in, that, I'm in that, big that, trouble that maybe aren't <laughs> necessarily uh work related but they are work adjacent and hosted by work um but mm-hmm. this 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 story that has been going viral recently just immediately made me think of 
you know, the, the proverbial office Christmas party. Um, and that is a man who court referred to in court documents as Mr. T was lost his job in France uh, at a Paris-based consulting firm in 2015 for refusing to take part in work-related social events that his lawyers argued uh, descended into, often descended into excessive, quote, excessive alcoholism and, quote, promiscuity. Um, oh, so yeah. is, that, is that kind of, okay. Yeah, is he that argued that the, quote, fun culture in the company included quote humiliating and intrusive practices including mock sexual acts crude nicknames and obliging him to share his bed with another employee during work function this man this man was fired um for he uh, was fired because he didn't want to okay he didn't the, the the company also claims that he was fired for uh a brittle and demotivating tone towards subordinates. That's what made me think of Todd. Because I bet Todd, I bet <laughs> yeah. Todd had a brittle and demotivating tone toward his yeah. subordinates. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I bet Todd also had an alleged inability to accept feedback and differing points of view. You I've know, experienced that because, in my career. Well, yeah, yeah because even though uh, trees are like you know corny and cliche, maybe we should have one. But then Todd's like, you know, where are you going to find one? You know, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, he was fired um, for adle- for allegedly failing to adhere to the firm's convivial values, um, according to the Washington Post. This man, mm. Mr. T, just won a big victory at the French Court of Cassation, which is the country's highest civil court. Um <clears throat> They ruled that he was entitled to, quote, freedom of expression and that refusing to participate in social activities was a, quote, fundamental freedom under mm-hmm. labor and human rights laws and not grounds for his dismissal. I want to stand up and applaud. That is all yeah. that is all well and good in France. However, in the U.S., oh. in the U.S., oh, no. <laughs> In the U.S., where at-will employment is a thing, yeah, yeah, it is time to talk about whether you being a Grinch, Joe, could have <laughs> could have professional consequences. Oh no! I'm gonna tell on you, Joe. You didn't go to the party on Tuesday. Um, so, can your oh, boss great. actually fire you if you don't go to the office Christmas party? So, Joe, your boss can't make you go to cannot make you go to an offsite work event like a Christmas party. Let us let's be clear here in America. This is true. This is your boss can't make you do that. However, Joe, you are an <laughs> at will employee here in the here in the United States. This is also States true. Yes, you, this is also true because you are not signed. Uh, you are your the terms of your contract are. <laughs> At, is your employment is your employment is at will, which means your boss can fire you for any legal reason, even no reason, including yep. no reason. So, mm-hmm. Joe, don't get any ideas. <laughs> so, so, Joe, <laughs> your absence from the from the Christmas party <laughs> means that your boss might infer that you have a bad attitude or that you're not a team player. And so if your boss is already disposed to fire you, 
that could be enough in most ca- mm-hmm. in most ca- <laughs> in most yeah. cases. Fortunately, I am quite convivial. That is, uh... <laughs> we are having a lot of fun he at says, Joe's expense here, he but said, you know, he is indeed convivial. I don't know, Joe. Joe a, a tiger doesn't tell you it's a tiger. <laughs> yeah. I think Joe is awfully I'm convivial. just kidding. We love Joe. We love Joe, Joe is awfully convivial. Uh, if, if any of our if any of our higher ups are listening, we love Joe Fabish. Ah, thank you, thank you. You do yeah. have you you could if you got fired for not going to an office Christmas party, you could claim you could if that you are um, maybe if you were a member of a protected class and you can show that you that you skip the party to avoid illegal discrimination, um, mm-hmm. such as say if you were. Um, Say you are, for example, Jewish, and you don't want to go to the office sure. party because it's because it's um, it's not just a holiday party; it's a Christmas party, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. a nativity scene and all this stuff, and you don't want to go be- for religious reasons. You know, mm-hmm. you're 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 good. If you don't want to go, this is very very apt in the Me Too era, probably as. Mr. T, Mr. T's company should have should have. It, it sounds like it. Yeah, is that mm-hmm. say you don't want to go to a party because there's coworkers who are a little too inappropriate, and you mm-hmm. um, don't go to avoid any more say sexual harassment. You mm-hmm. you you're you're good. That all being said, Joe, I really wish you would give <laughs> the office Christmas party a chance. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, well, now I'm on air, so so uh, I don't think I have the ability to say no. So I will be at the next event. I will be at the next. Oh, we trapped him. And and there is one coming up, and I promise I will be there. And you can yell at me and fire me on air if I'm there next time. The next one's virtual, Joseph. Oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, and for uh. For the opposite, um, we do have some blogs too on if you're hosting a party and you yes. want it to go as well as the party that Laura just hosted. We have some advice on what to do and what not to do and how to avoid mm-hmm. situations yes. like Mr. T found himself in. And uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most mm-hmm. importantly, despite what I said about at will employment here, if you are the type of boss to fire an employee for not going to the holiday party, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to have a good long look in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, That's and, a whole that's a whole and separate get, issue. And get and get a grip. <laughs> so yeah. let Joe be yeah. an introvert, okay? <laughs> uh, you know who else is wildly misunderstood is uh, is Santa Claus. Can we talk about Santa Claus for a little bit? I would love to talk. I would about love Santa to talk Claus about Santa because I've been I've been hearing that Santa might be a criminal. I mean, when you think about it, he enters people's homes without their knowledge. Uh, He flies around on a sleigh. Does he have authorization from the federal aviation? Not only the not only the FAA, but all sorts of air traffic regulating bodies across the world. Yeah, I mean, it's it's he's a danger to the skies, really. has you he know, put I, in his flight hours? Like, yeah, does right. He have a, does he have a does, license? Does he have a license? Yeah. And you know what about what about these elves working there? Like, how long oh are they gosh. working? Are they <gasps> the are elves. they paid? Somebody think about the elves, huh? 
Well, who has yeah. jurisdiction over the North Pole Workshop? Is it the U.S.? Is it Russia? Is it Canada? Like, who owns the sliver? Who claims Whoa. the sliver? Of- Dep- yeah, it depends on where it is. Yeah, what an excellent question. And I think that the answer is that nobody. He's basically operating in international waters for all intents oh. and purposes. Good. So... So yeah, so he does not have any employment regulations. So those, those Peter Thiel, are like, Peter Thiel likes this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so those elves, Santa, I, I, the ultimate I they, libertarian. Yeah. I, I hope they unionize at some point. These elves. Um, but no, yeah, he he does not violate any employment laws, despite how hard he works those. And there are, to be fair to Santa, there are no allegations that he uh, mistreats or exploits his elf workers in any way. So, true, you know, true. we have to be fair. We don't want to be mean to Santa. And as far as the trespassing charges, we've talked a lot about trespassers and Mm -hmm. invitees and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Uh So I won't necessarily go into that again. If you want to hear more about it, listen to our last episode on um, running onto a football field. And I think there were Mm -hmm. a few others. So, Mm -hmm. but my point is Santa, he does not break into homes. He goes down the chimney when possible and uh, uses magic when that's not (laughs) possible. Uh, but he never actually breaks into a home, and he's also out. welcomed into those. He's homes, welcomed, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I people suppose leave do, out does cookies. the does the leaving of milk and cookies on a note equal an invitation into the home? I think it does. I think oh, it's a wow. standing invitation, and I think yeah. that Santa is not trespassing. He's a welcome guest. He might be a polite guest because he is quiet because he doesn't want to wake up the kids, but uh, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's trespassing. Mm-hmm. That just that just means he's a polite, a polite, friendly neighbor. Um, and then as far as Federal Aviation Act and, you know, those guidelines, surprisingly, in 2020, the FAA, and this is legitimate, gave Santa special flight and launch permission. They did? They did. Yes. Um and uh, you may know this already. If you don't, this is super fun, and I definitely recommend doing it. But uh, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, yes. tracks Santa's on Christmas Eve. You can give them a yep. call, and they'll tell you where Santa is, and you mm-hmm. can see it on their website. So That has always been my favorite use of government resources. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, like, <laughs> I have loved that yeah. for so long. Along, <laughs> along with ensuring that America is not under imminent nuclear attack. They are also tracking <laughs> yes. Santa. Yep. I love it. You got to have fun at work. You know, yep. you got to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cute story of how that started. But yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the, the federal government is well aware of Santa's activities and they have given him a special uh, flight and launch permissions, including to outer space to, to bring oh, wow. gifts to uh, our astronauts on the International oh, Space well, that's Station. Oh, that's nice. Yep. So I I just wanted to put in a good word for Santa. I wanted to make sure I am not on the naughty list and uh, (laughs) thought we'd talk a little bit about some common misperceptions about whether Santa is really breaking any laws. Now, Um, now I think he is not. Now, if you do catch mom kissing Santa Claus, though, that could that could introduce a whole lot of family law implications though this, it, this it is could. true it could indeed <laughs> this is true yes yeah. so but <laughs> but those are not criminal 
No, um, that yep, that's right. <laughs> Santa can Santa can kiss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and we'll oh, just leave so it bad. at that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> with consent. That's it. Yeah, with with that's consent. All. With yep. consent. Yep. Happy Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Find Laws Don't Judge Me. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Check the show notes for related content. And if you'd like to contact us, send us an email at findlawpodcasts at thompsonreuters.com. <laughs>